Hey all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks! Today is day two of BlizzCon coverage. Yesterday we went over the uh, opening ceremonies. This is a real fast episode, 12 minute episode, and it was just me kind of like freaking out a little bit. Uh, today we're actually going to go into a more of a deep dive. Squeaks, overall, what did you think of BlizzCon this year? Oh man, so I'm su I was super excited, right? Because uh, to me it was a mystery. Like, what can we yeah. hear? I, I, I mean, we have we heard some delays before and whatnot. So it's like, what what is the big shocker? So as I'm listening to it, uh, there was none. So yeah. a little upsetting. My high level was low, but I still kind of had that in the back of my head. Like, okay, maybe there is that shocker, shock factor. But uh, overall, yeah. um, yeah, pretty pretty low feelings towards this year's BlizzCon. I, I have to completely agree with you. It was, uh, and again, we kind of expected it wasn't going to be as big as a normal BlizzCon, right? This is BlizzCon line. Yes. It was free, which tells you that Blizzard doesn't think much of it because they will make money in any corner they can. So, nope. right. Um, actually, there was a couple things announced that was kind of like, oh, that's actually consumer friendly. That's good to see. That's something that I would expect out of Blizzard, not so much out of Activision. But yeah, generally, uh, I mean, we're missing Overwatch announcements and stuff like that and just no exact dates on anything uh, if you guys yes. watched like the q a's they did reveal that the new patch for um world of warcraft will be next month that was like the only thing that they actually like gave a narrow month down to anything nice. so yeah but we'll go ahead and go over each parts each game and what was announced and what we think about them and stuff like that give our opinions out there and geek out a little bit and and be hopeful for the future and on other places mm. um first of all let's talk about blizzard in general they announced the Blizzard Arcade Collection. It's going to be ba bringing back three classic titles, the uh, Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racers, and Blackthorn. Uh, they're all going to be like minimal changes. They're basically adding the ability to save, stuff like that. Some of the more like quality of life stuff, widescreen, four-player, multiplayer. Uh, I've never played any of these games. Have you played any of these? No, I have not actually myself. Okay. Uh, would you give this a shot at all? I don't think I will, to be honest. And yeah. it's it's kind of unfortunate because this is where I kind of like Blizzard started. Uh, but I don't really see myself playing it because I'm playing old games already like Castlevania and whatnot. So right. I don't want to revisit anything more that is that two-bit side-scrolling. Now, if it was like a revamp, which we'll get into revamps obviously here shortly. If it was mm -hmm. a revamp, then maybe uh, I'd give it a shot. But right now, I'm just at a time where if it doesn't really strike me as interesting, I don't have time to play it. Right, right. Yeah. I, I, let me ask you a question. Are you getting fatigued with the retro side-scrolling genre? I think so, because I even tried playing a more modernized one. There was one called Bloodstain, and even though it, I mean, it got tons of um, good reviews, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of hype to it, uh, for me, I'm just it's just not satisfying anymore, and it's unfortunate because I loved the old Metroids and Castlevanias. Yeah. So for me, I think I think I'm done. I think I'm over it. Even if it was, you know, like like I mentioned, Bloodstain. Even if it was like super redone, uh, graphical and whatnot, I I don't see myself playing these anymore. Are you I interested at these at all anymore, or no? Well, you know, I had my phase. I think we all did. As as the yeah. gaming industry had its phase, it's they're easy to make and stuff like that. And I really got into them for a bit there. But in general, I think I just kind of need a break from all these side scrollers. And especially yeah. the ones that are like real big on the pixel art. I could definitely use a break there. Um, I do appreciate I the genre though. There, there is some nostalgia. Like yeah. when you see the sprite like bouncing up and stuff like down, it's like, okay, that's cool. There's one game in particular, Guinea Pig Parkour, which we streamed uh, that we're in the alpha for that I will be playing for sure. But just in general, I think I'm a little bit worn out. 
I think um, the only thing I could ever see myself really playing that's a side scroll is going to be anything really Mario. And yeah. I think, you know, and they're doing a great job of what they're doing with these new Mario games anyway, like Odyssey. Mm-hmm. So anything from them, like Super, Super Mario Bros. U or something like that was the last one. Uh, I think that's the only thing I'm playing side scroll, period. Yeah. And then for these yeah. ones, they are very old school it, to the point where, like, you know, level design and stuff like that is all different than what we're used to. So it's really hard. Yes. The Lost Vikings and stuff like that, that. That might be the one I try just because it is so classic. Uh, Rock and Roll Racers is a very basic racing game and stuff like that. So. We'll have to see. Uh, the other thing that they announced is that they have many new games in the works. Now, this could be StarCraft 3, StarCraft Ghost, which would be a dream come true, or a totally <laughs> new IP. Uh, what do you think about them developing brand new games? And they said, by the way, I want to make sure to um, mention this again. They said that most of their development team is working on this. Like The things that they announced today was quite a bit small portion of, I didn't say that right, but a very small portion of the development team at Blizzard. Um, I think it's awesome because uh, anything that Blizzard makes, uh, we tend to love. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything that came out that we haven't really like really played and really enjoyed. I mean, I could go to least favorite to uh, most favorite, but I still put hours in all these games. So um, this is a company that I trust when they make new new IPs. And it's almost like Nintendo in a way. I keep referencing Nintendo because when they made yeah. Splatoon, I was all gun ho about it. And it's like I wish they would just focus more on new IPs instead of recreating and updating new Zelda game for the 50th time or whatnot. Um, but I trust Blizzard, even though they have a limited amount of games right now, but each one is a rock star of a game. So yeah, on a side note, yeah. Splatoon 3 got announced, so that's on its way. To yes, it did. It looks good too. <laughs> um, yeah. New IPs would be interesting. What's tricky with, okay. So like if they bring out ghost, right, which would be fantastic. If they would actually make that game. Something that we had a little bit of a leak for last year. Uh, the issue with that is there has to be a way for that game to live forever because every Blizzard game has an extended life. I mean, just unheard of lifespan compared to other companies, other games. Yeah. People may play Witcher 3 right now, but it's not like they're playing it as much as they play something like World of Warcraft or Starcraft 2 or even or Diablo 3 or 4 or 2. Um, these games live forever. So if you make a first person shooter, there has to be a part of that game that lasts for a long time. Do you think that's possible with just a straight up like a Halo version of uh, StarCraft? The only way they would is if they basically, like you said, like a Halo type ordeal where you have this campaign, maybe keep extending the uh, the campaign through DLC, but ultimately is having like this uh, multiplayer aspect out of it. Like what? That's the only thing I can see that would make the game continue. But I don't think. Overwatch is continuing for so long because it's that first person, but it's the strategy. Mm-hmm. So I don't really see, I could actually see them never, ever doing this game, like the this uh, third person uh, StarCraft, yeah. for the fact that what are you going to make it like an Overwatch to make it last that long? I don't think a game, game that's going to be like Call of Duty in the StarCraft world is going to last forever. Yeah. And, and the only thing I could think of that's like an open service, live service type game that they might be able to mimic would be Destiny. And that takes so much yeah. development power that you basically have to have another World of Warcraft staff. And that takes a lot of money. Luckily, I mean, if they can make the WoW money, they will do it in a heartbeat. World of Warcraft yeah. is one of the three tent poles of Activision Blizzard, alongside, um, I think it's Candy Crush and uh, the Call of Duty franchise. Those are the three that are holding the whole company up. So they could promise themselves that, yes, but it, it's going to take a lot for this to happen. And um, But I do trust Blizzard in making new IP. I, I think it might be a little bit of the Activision in them that's saying, like, hey, you guys need to make some new stuff. 
mm-hmm. have to see. But I trust them. Now, do you think that they could do like a Fortnite type of StarCraft third-person shooter? I think if they do that, they would just use Overwatch. I think if they were to make a Battle Royale game, they would just like, okay, yeah, it's Overwatch though. You okay, know? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Actually, I wouldn't mind that game mode coming to Overwatch now that I'm thinking about it. That'd be pretty dope. If you landed in there as your Winston yeah. and the last man survives and there's like, <laughs> you know, a bunch of other people, players out there that are playing whatever <laughs> tune they wanted to, you'd have multiple Winstons yeah. or whatever. That'd be mm. cool. <laughs> uh, next up, that, that's from the company side, and then we'll go on to the games. Uh, they said that they're going to be working on toxicity amongst gaming and accessibility. Uh, Microsoft's really killing it in the accessibility front. Uh, what are your thoughts on on them taking? Do you think they have a chance of trying to stop toxicity in games? Because that doesn't seem I possible. I think that's just way too much. It seems impossible. What are you going to yeah. do? I mean, one, you're not going to be listening to every. There's not going to be someone working 24 seven listening to every single conversation that happens, right? Yeah. So okay, you're gonna you're gonna listen to these people that report each other. Okay, that's something as well. But then, what are we labeling as toxicity? Can we be? Is it that say? super experienced tank that's being an asshole because you can't keep up is that going to be part of it or is it going to be something that's Ooh, wow. you know good point. yeah i mean that because those are world of warcraft I'm, I'm using for example of course world of warcraft is a game that i would like to i mean you know it too and joe as well that uh, i enjoy having that help and the uh, knowledge learning from someone else but if you're just that dickhole that <clears throat> you know <laughs> that um expect you to keep up and if you didn't you know whatever then you know that's that's kind of a level of toxicity toxicity as well on top of you know the people that just you join with and it's just being straight asshole so yeah i mean a real real familiar name amongst uh world of warcraft players is elitist jerk and you know it was you know guild and a website stuff like that back in the day but there's a there's a turn or there's a personality change and and i experienced it myself and i've discussed this with friends when i'm playing a dps versus when i'm playing a tank i could be and I, I will admit that when I play World of Warcraft, unless I'm playing with friends that I know are less experienced or just, you know, whatever, I will be much more like, hey, let's do this. Let's do yeah. under level stuff. When I'm playing with like random people, I am far less tolerant of their yeah. stupidity. <laughs> yeah. For lack yeah. of a better word, really. <laughs> um, and so I'll be, a, I'll be maybe uh, frustrated as a DPS, as yeah. a damage doer, but as a tank, I am an asshole sometimes. <laughs> I will fully admit, if you, yeah. if I, if my motto, my motto is, well, I'm taking, if you pull it, you tank it. And there has been yeah. so many times where I see a mage <laughs> pull something and I let them die or the healer run out of mana giving them alive. I will not pull that thing if I can't, if I can handle yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just one think, of those things yeah. where it's like, should I get banned for that? And well, I think I'm administering justice in some stupid yeah. way. I don't think I should be banned for it, but that could be considered as toxicity because like, yeah, it could be I nice. Wonder. <laughs> I mean, you're right though, to an extent to where like, okay, hey, if I'm doing a um, a mythic key of 18 compared to the, you know, just the heroic, then it's like, okay, well, you know, we picked you to be in this group. Um, so you got to have some type of knowledge in this. So that, that makes sense. I can understand yeah. that. Uh, but there's been plenty of times where it's just like, who the fuck does this guy think he is? You know, randomly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and I've been on the other side, too, where I'm in an LFR and I don't really care. And then you have some yeah. guy that's like, oh, you guys suck at this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, bro, look, what, you're in LFR. If you're, you're not LFR, here <laughs> expecting to be things going wrong, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. So I wonder what that's if that's a level, if that's uh, considered some type of toxic- toxicity, like, you know, like obviously the real version where somebody just comes and starts talking shit on randomly to people. Um, 
But how do you monitor this? Is it just reporting? I mean, I feel reporting like you're just is talking a good game. Do. Yeah. And, yeah. So what else are you going to do? Yeah. And then what you can report for matters because, I mean, not to get into like anything like this, but what if somebody believes in something you don't believe in politically or whatever re- reason? Could you report them for that? Because you're like, oh, it's it's ruining my experience. You know, it's one of those mm. things where it's like it could get out of control quickly. And so I wish Blizzard the best of luck. But Riot, yeah, Riot yeah. definitely hasn't been able to do it. And they've dedicated a lot of resources to stopping toxicity through League of Legends yeah. and Valorant. And they have not succeeded. <laughs> There's no doubt. Yeah. We opened a game of League of Legends. We've joked about it before. We're just like, okay, put a post-it over their chat because I'm doing really bad. And I don't want to see all this shit yeah. coming my way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right, though. You prove a point. Like, who's really toxic? So if you have different beliefs of religious uh, oh, yeah. and uh, political, whatever the case may be. And I could be like, oh, I believe in this, and this guy's getting pissed off because I believe that way. Then who's the one really toxic, and how do they? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's why I think the ignore list. Is, I mean, like my ignore list on World of Warcraft is very thick from people who don't <laughs> believe in the same politics as I do. It's a uh-huh. thick one. I'll just go through trade chat, and just like ignore, ignore, ignore. I don't. I think half the server I don't have. Um, anyway, so you know, ignore list I think is a good way where you can kind of personalize your toxic environment. Maybe they could expand that system or something like that. Make it to where it's more of a personal outlook. And I think all gaming yeah. should have something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like maybe they're just uh, putting that statement out there to say like, hey, we really care about having a clean, clean gaming. But it just seems unreachable. Yeah. They, well, they said they're going to be working on it. I, I, w- I am interested yeah. to see if they can, if anybody can make a new standard for the industry, it's Blizzard. I really think so. Yeah. So. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And good luck. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move into our games. World of Warcraft is going to be the first one, of course. We have a new a new giant patch coming. Wow. Um, it's going to be Chains of Domination is what it's called. Um, basically, just a quick rundown. There's a, a new zone going to be added to the Maw. It's a new area. Um, we're going to be able to mount up on any of our mounts in the Maw. We're going to be able to fly in the rest of Shadowlands as long as you keep up with your campaign missions. And um, generally, just a new new section to unlock. We also had a new trailer for this. Let's talk about the trailer first. Did anything in the trailer stand out to you? Uh, yeah, Anduin. <laughs> so, you wanna, why don't you break it down a little bit? What a happened little, exactly? So, because you I'm know a that little, uh, most. So obviously, he seems like he's uh, possessed, and he um, goes out to Bastion and kills. Uh, fuck, I don't know the names. The leader of Bastion, which kind of broke my heart a little bit because I am a Kyrian. Her name is Caresta. Caresta. Yeah, see. I would never know that. I've so, written down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we see him jump in the air like a savage, right? And just stabs oh. her right in the chest. <laughs> what a badass, really, dude. <laughs> and um, Full Death Knight, too. Like, he switches from, like, priest slash paladin while he jumps, then into Death Knight when he lands. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So I think it's uh, this is huge because of with one um, covenant missing their leader what happened and this is me thinking because i i'm i am in bastion uh kyrian um are we going to get the storyline who's taking over this covenant now and i think i have an idea because of going through my campaigns and stuff you're kind of like seeing a leader kind of rising okay who who do you think i think it's one of your followers Um, the one that came in to warn them that andalwood's coming so it's tell them it's yeah, it's that it's that girl, the yeah. the one that came in to warn him. It's her because she's uh literally through my campaign. Uh, she's here and there, and she's obviously mm-hmm. making a big statement now. Uh, where I'm at, so. I need to finish that. I have my paladin in that in that faction. I need to like finish his campaigns and just level all. I need to play more often. 
there's so many games and then like <laughs> with level up and stuff like that it's hard to keep up with wow um but <laughs> yeah so i think she would be really good do you think we saw him like being let out but do you think that um uther has a chance of, of coming back and, well like, i don't know because yeah because as i say he's so we're so no obviously for my campaign we're so like trying to attack him and stuff and I haven't finished my campaign to see what the end results are for Uther. Um, I don't see it. That'd be nuts, though. That'd be a big twist. Well, we see him being like, escorted out, and then he recognizes Anduin, and he was like, what? Like, he almost wanted to say yeah. something there. Do you think... I, I almost kind of got the vibe like, oh, he sees something's wrong? Or do you think he just recognizes that it's Anduin? Or do you think he saw, mm. wait, that's not that's not how Anduin normally looks? Or something like that. Like, maybe mm. he saw a twinge. Is that a possibility? I can see how like the like well, I like what you said with the Anduin what say walking up and he's like hold on that's one that's weird and two that's he's not acting himself in a way right exactly. maybe it's that swag walking up or something which is that definitely maybe he might not catch. Anduin yeah, yeah he's much more humble yeah. than that I I would be interested to see okay so we know that Uther's soul is split in two the other half is mm-hmm. is back on Azeroth if they were to be combined he would be back to old school Uther and one of the best paladins he would actually make a fantastic Kyrian. I and I wonder if he will fully embrace redemption after seeing what the jailer's done to Anduin because he I mean he respects Anduin's family uh, and his dad Varian uh, quite a bit. So I could see that happening. I could see like this being a turning point for him, seeing that oh hey, he just made Anduin a Death Knight of all things. Like such so such a sin for a paladin to see see that. So maybe we'll see this actually be a turning point for Uther as well. Can you see Uther use the say if he's a leader of the Kyrian? Can you see him take over this, um, you know, using this whole crazy holy power, taking over the Kyrian and using them to fight others? Because I don't think the Kyrian would follow that to me unless yeah. they get the the bad, the dark side of the Kyrian, that one that wants to know their background and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I don't know because now, I mean, we talked before about what the next expansion would be, and now it kind of seems well, maybe not that way. This oh you know what actually this like literally just hit me. There's a thing going around like okay, will we get allied races out of this? It would be very hard to do lore wise. Uh, if you guys follow Talias at Nevertale, they actually come up with a pretty good way of it happening. Um, and Uther could lead a faction of Kyrian that want to go back to Azeroth and try to help things. That would be a cool way to bring a faction that we could have join us, and you could actually play as a Kyrian. And we could have a version of that from each Draka could bring, you know, Maldraxians back and stuff like that to help. Oh, I would play a Maldraxian in Azrael so <laughs> fast. Oh, my God. That'd be so... I'm thinking Death Knight right now. Well, <laughs> what would be the lore, though, of them being able... I mean, can they get out of this uh, other realm? Like, so can they a, join they really, I mean, they really can't. Well, I mean, they can. We've seen Maldra- We've seen Draka do it. She's gone back to, like, get something from demons. Um, okay, so here's a quick thing of how Talies and Evertel have done it, the YouTubers. They've said that the way you should do it is you level your character up as any class or as, as any race you want to be. Say you're a dwarf. I think they even use you as a dwarf as an example. Then at max level, when you go into Shadowlands, you could choose to come back as a dwarf or stay in your faction and come back as your faction. Now you actually are fully adopted as a Kyrian and you are raised up as other Kyrian are raised up. And so then you become a Kyrian that's able to come back because you're not necessarily dead. You are um, a mortal. They call you a mortal when you're walking around. And so then you'd come back as a representative of your faction. You would be Kyrian. So you like level as a dwarf and then change races 
to whatever race you picked in Shadowlands. Mm. Because it would be weird to have like a level 10 carrion. That's not really how that yeah, works. Yeah. So we'd have I don't to know, see. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know. I know enough no. people want it, so we'll have to see. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> back to Chains of Domination. I think it's going to be really good. I'm happy to be flying again. Uh, we do see that Sylvanas is having her doubts, which I don't necessarily want her to just be like, she's redeemed. I want, yeah. I mean, she's killed. I mean, as <laughs> I'm from Ardenwield, so what I've been doing is saving all the souls that she's burnt in, in Teldrassil. So I don't necessarily want her to be like just alive again because I'm like, oh man, there goes another 100 people that she killed that I have to go get yeah. their souls out of the moth. So I think she needs to still be punished. What do you think is a fitting end for Sylvanas? We're going to be fighting her. She's going to be the next raid boss in the next uh, patch too. The yeah, main raid so that's boss. super annoying. I, I don't want that redemption story. Fuck yeah. that. She's done enough to where, no, we need to kill her basically. Mm -hmm. So I'm okay with killing her. If they don't, then... Okay, here, let me bring up this question. Um, are we going to see the end of the Jailer by the end of this expansion? Or is he going to be pretty much back in his place? What do you think? I think he has to be ended. I think, yeah. yeah. I think you'd have to be ended. Which that brings up, yeah, who's the new Jailer? Because there has to be a Jailer too. Just like there has to be Can a Can the Jailer be the guy that was... Um, um, the guy that's locked up, I'm forgetting the name. I know you know the name. So, okay, he doesn't have a name. I mean, they call him the Rune Carver. But yeah. um, I, I and, and most people believe he's Primus. So he's actually supposed to be the leader of Maldraxxus. So okay. if he's free, he'll just go back to Maldraxxus and be the leader there. Because okay. when you're there, you so, see like a statue yeah. that looks pretty close to him. Because I'm kind of seeing a ending of whether Sylvanas is <clears throat> um, stuck forever, like in the mall, maybe, something right, like that. Right, right, right. Or wonder if she becomes a new jailer. Like if they have this redemption story and she's like, yeah. screw it, I'll have to be stuck up here, whatever, I'll do it all. But still, that's kind of like that redemption story. And I don't want a redemption story with Sylvanas. It's but been even, too long yeah. now. Even that where yeah. she's like, I bow down to servitude for the rest of existence. That would be yeah. that would be a good way for her. And she would I mean, okay, so there's there's multiple things about Sylvanas that need to be addressed. The fact that she's been working for the jailer since Wrath of the Lich King. The other thing is that she's always wanted there to be a way for the undead to live and be unchained by, like, she wants to be able to have undead reproduce. Now, her, she's been saying that since she's been in control with the Jailer, so she could just be conflating that. Um, it would be nice for there to be something. Like, I don't know. I want her, nece not, not necessarily to be the new Jailer, but I don't also want her to just die or be Sylvanas, our leader again, or anything like that. You know, I definitely oh, don't no think way. she deserves to join the Horde anymore. Matter of fact, no, for sure. she needs to never join the Horde anymore after that fight against Sourfang. Like, she can't be forgiven for that. There's just no See, way. See, I think, yeah, because, I mean, in stories, in movies, TV shows, whatever, and I think Death Ming's, uh, to these big characters is more meaningful. And we saw, um, oh God, I forgot his name, Anduin's father die. And that was huge, right, for the Alliance. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of like... Varian, by the way. Maybe we should, you know, see some more death to these big characters. And I'm... Yeah, I mean, when Vul'jin died, I, uh, it, it right? hit us yeah. all hard. It hit yeah. Daniel very hard. <laughs> I was like, Daniel, you're not related to him. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> it's just like, I'm having a hard time, man. Um, I, took, I took next week off to attend the funeral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we all did, actually. We all actually went to that funeral. Um, it's, yeah, it, she needs to die. I think she definitely needs to die or or be, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. They better not just like redeem her. That's my thing. No. I don't want her to just be like, I'm Sylvanas, and I'm now 
uh, you know, fighting for the horde again. I will not be happy with that, and nobody will. No. Nobody will. No, it's been too long with how how long she's been uh, doing her evil to where no, no. My vote for the new jailer is Arthas. By the way, who's in the? How's he coming back? He's in the mall. We saw because he was yeah he we saw, saw uh, Uther drop him. his soul yeah. and drop him in the mall. So he's in there somewhere. We just haven't found him yet. He's likely in Torghast. Which is going to be really freaking hmm. cool when we find him. That'd be nuts. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nuts. Talk about a person so who, who does the, not get a redemption. Uh, <laughs> and we're still having Boulevard uh, being, I guess, get his thrown back. Yeah, I think that, I think we're going to have Boulevard because he's he's just done so well. And that guy's freaking man. It keeps blowing me away. That guy's um, costume, the uh, cosplay of Boulevard was yeah. so good yeah. during the cosplay Insane. part. That was pretty. Neat. All right, let's move on to the next stuff here. Um, they're going to be changing how the donation pets work. So if you guys aren't familiar, you used to be able to pay a donation to whatever charity is chosen. You'd get a pet from that. Now you could pay any donation and get the, cha- get the charity amount or I'm sorry, pet. Um, and so you want to do $1, five, 10, whatever you want. And then if the goal is met, then everyone in game gets the uh, pet. So that's kind of a cool little like caveat where it's like, we're pretty close guys. I'm just going to buy it just so we can try to get closer and get everybody up. Um, the first round is actually, the, the next round is going to be for uh, Doctors Without Borders. There's going to be two pets given away, actually. Bananas, which is from Burning Crusade. That's a legendary pet. Everybody's familiar with that one. And then Daisy the Sloth, a really cool one that hangs out on your back. I just thought that was really neat. So uh, check out those and uh, help out Doctors Without Borders. We can definitely use the help right now. The other big reveal, World of Warcraft Burning Crusade Classic. Are you playing this? Not at all. Really? <laughs> oh, no. No, I played a tiny bit of classic and I wasn't really into it. I, it's just like, ah. Uh, yeah, you have to be, I don't like, know. You have to be like talented I, I go. and hardcore. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I'm like, no, hold my hand, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, um, so I played a little bit of classic and, and yeah. it was nice to revisit, especially like that first dungeon in Orgrimmar. You go down there and yeah, that with all the lava and stuff, or that's called. Uh, I'm yeah, not very uh, good with RFC. names, obviously, because I haven't it- named one thing this podcast so far. <laughs> it's RFC. But, <laughs> but um, and the, okay, so my thing when I saw that was like, okay, so how far are we going to go with classic to where it's just caught up with retail? They did say that, or I have heard that somebody at BlizzCon has confirmed that Wrath is coming at some point too, if Burning Crusade does well, which it will. And no matter what, Wrath is going to be the most demanded of all the expansions. And yeah. they have to do Wrath. They could, they'll probably stop after that, to be honest with you. Um, Pan, you know, Pandaria might do well. Um, Legion will definitely do well, but Wrath is the one that everybody's coming back for. I, th- I think Wrath would be a great stop because you kind of get to the point of story-wise, this huge character of Arthas. Yeah. Um, but then it's like, well, why are we just... If you're going to continue the classic, then it, it really just isn't going to be classic anymore. Um, so I thought... It, I don't know. To me, it's just... Are you going to go all the way up to fucking Shadowlands? Well, there were like three it, expansions past there it. Is, there is some validity to that because then you'd have characters that are in each each patch. And I, I've had friends who have characters that they keep at level 80 so that they could do the Wrath of Lich King difficulty stuff at the right level. And they've kind of made their own version of Classic in that way. And there are a ton of private servers for every single expansion. Uh, I think for Cataclysm, there's even one. So um, there is one for every expansion. So there is a demand for it. Um, just whether or not they'll reach it. And and I wouldn't mind having, like, like for example, what you're going to be able to do here is you're going to be able to choose whether you want to uh, move your character on to Burning Crusade or keep it as a classic character. Somebody had, yeah, somebody had said that there's going to be some, like, cloning situation where maybe you'll be able to do both. I haven't heard anything on that, to be for sure. Um, 
So there's that too. And I think I'm going to go with my hunter. My hunter's like level 30 something in classic. I'll probably level him up all the way and then get him in there. And you could also buy a level 58 character boost to get right back into Burning Crusade, which is of course how Blizzard's is going to pay for everything. <laughs> and yeah, so people do yeah. those character boosts. It's a grind getting up to yeah. 60. So, <laughs> And we yeah, can expect that this year too. So that's pretty cool. I saw some gameplay and stuff and obviously it was, well, memory lane, right? So you see yeah. how old it looks and it's like, I don't, I don't to me, I just don't want to go back to that. That's it. That reaver sound was like, mm, okay, <laughs> I will be playing that for sure. Did you hear that weird sound that I can't even mimic on the podcast? And I'm not going to tell editor Frank to do it because it's such a pain in the ass when I'm doing the editing. But when you hear that reaver sound, all right, fuck it. You're going to hear right now. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I'm going to regret that later on. Okay. Uh, next up, we have Hearthstone. Some new stuff coming for Hearthstone. It is the year of the Griffin for them. And they are making some nice little changes. They're adding the core set, which will be replacing the basic and standard sets. There's going to be all the old school cards that are basically retired and not really used in com uh, current combat. Um, they will be also adding some new cards to it that are unique. Uh, and the nice thing about all these cards are going to be free. How Do you play much Hearthstone? Oh, man, I only play Hearthstone when like something like this happens, like a hype yeah. for it. It's like, okay, man, this is, oh, I miss playing it. Let me play it for a little bit. And it actually just ends up being for a little bit. So. Yeah. There was like, I, I mean, I enjoy it, but a couple yeah. seasons I went hardcore, but generally I do just pick it up and play here and there. I used to like try to yeah. just make sure to get the ranking where you got the free back. Um, yeah, I'll probably I, I was updating this as soon as they got announced. So I'll yeah, really I'll probably that. do it. I'll probably try to. Um, is that 30th back cover free um, as long it as you is. play during the time frame? Okay. okay, it is. I think if you get on now, it's free, basically. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. But I what do. I thought was weird real quick was it was the year of the Griffin, but did they show anything of a Griffin at all? It was more They dragons. just had the logo. Yeah, it, they just do that. It's just each thing is, you know, last one was the year of the Phoenix, and the one before that it was the year of the Mammoth, I think. And um, nothing comes out for like a Phoenix I mean, they don't have like mammoth a new card? Mammoth. No, it's just how uh, they call the years, like like yeah. the Chinese New Year's kind of thing. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. We also have Hearthstone Classic. I'll be playing this for sure. You go play Hearthstone like it was meant on day one. Which is when I fell in love with the game, so I'm totally down for trying that out and having like a couple yeah. decks. My Warlock deck especially. I'm excited to get my old Zulok deck back. Warlock. Yeah. <laughs> Cheese it all day. Uh, we have a new expansion called Forged and Barons. What do you think about this trailer for Forged and Barons? It's neat, man. But uh, you know what, though? I, I enjoy every Hearthstone trailer. They're really um, good. They're yeah, like, they're like whimsical. They're, yeah, yeah, they're cute. I like that cartoony, like, death look. Like, things are a little closer than the background's a little later. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it, but it's... Hearthstone is always, I've always enjoyed Hearthstone when they advertise it. I don't know. It's just cutesy fun. Yeah. This one in particular, though, was the Barons. And the way they were pitching it is like, every horror player have to pass this first. And it's like, and they were kind of like pitching it like, it is the first challenge you hit. And a lot of horror players don't get past it, which is so yeah. true of the Barons. I've had people join me on WoW. They're like, oh, I want to try this game that you've dedicated your entire life to. And they do. <laughs> and they get to the Barons and they're done playing because it's a grind. Um, but then as soon as you get past it, I was mentioning some of the last recording, is it's like the next five levels feel like nothing because all the stuff's next to each other and it's easy after the Barons. So it was cool. It kind of got me hyped for it again, seeing the Shadow Cats and stuff like that. Um, now, I've, do you I'm feel, for it. put your shoes in, a, um, in an Alliance fan, right? Yeah. Um, which is, you don't, those are shoes you don't want to put in. Right, of on. course. They're but, gross. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, do you feel left out because of this, uh, this thing just being the Barons? Uh, I would feel left out because I'm Alliance and I was just like, oh, okay, I guess it can't be cool. 
first. <laughs> Second, they actually said that there is going to be alliance theme stuff coming later this year because they knew okay. that fans are going to feel that way. Yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, because yeah. that's what I did thought too. I was like, oh, cool. I mean, well, I enjoyed it, of course, because yeah. playing as Horde. But uh, I was kind of thinking that same thing too. Like, where's the balance at? But that happens in World of Warcraft too. There's certain expansions yeah. that are all like, oh, we have to go and save whatever city for the alliance or whatever. And then like the Horde... It, and the Alliance have to help us beat Garrosh. So there's yeah. there's times where we're going both sides. Like, if, if you actually read the books... Well, actually, you are a book reader, so you're familiar with this. The raids that we do are actually chalked up to... Like, I think it's the Alliance that killed the Lich King. And then I think we killed um, Deathwing. Like, actually, one of the factions actually killed the boss, usually. Yeah. And okay. so... Um, which sounds bullshit. But it kind of makes sense lore-wise <laughs> that the Alliance would yeah. go up there and kill the Lich King. But it's... yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I fucking took a picture next to him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Actually, yeah. And I think I, I had that somewhere. <laughs> I know we did. Uh, oh, okay. Shit. Last thing that got announced is they're going to be adding Hearthstone Mer uh, Mercenaries. I'm probably most excited for this. The new game mode that's going to be permanent. And it's going to be a roguelike adventure. And you'll be able to pick a character. And you're kind of leveling this character. They'll even evolve. So there's, for like, for Zylvanas, for example... Um, which is one of the characters they're offering. You'll have like her as a hunter, then her as like the war chief, and then her in full banshee mode. And then they had uh, one of the devil swords where it's like, oh, it's a hatchling, basic devil sword. Then it's like uber devil sword or whatever. Um, and you're leveling them up and you're giving them unique abilities as you're going. Have you played any of Hearthstone's past events that have the roguelike feature? Uh, not not too much, really, because like I said, I only jump on a Hearthstone when, we, uh, when the hype is high up there. Yeah. Uh, what I do like though is it's just creating more depth for the game. Mm -hmm. Um, and then kind of like when I mean it's like leveling a character and wow, you see it grow, you get the armor you want. So that's something else that kind of keep you grinding in Hearthstone too is your card. I mean, for example, Savannah's is turning into different phases of Savannah's. Yeah, and I the best version of of the of Hearthstone has been, in my opinion, the Dalaran Heist, which was a roguelike adventure, and so I think actually. This is going to be the best version of Hearthstone in general, um, because oh. it gets to the point where like you have so many options when you're building a deck. And like for example, I was mentioning my Zulok deck, where it's all about you know summoning as many small pets as possible as fast as you can, just to whittle them down real quick. Um, it's a lot of fun to play. But if you were going in with basically just a small deck, and as you're going, you're kind of buying cards along the way, and you're kind of changing your deck as you go, and then you get these. It's actually it's much like Torghast. Now that I'm thinking about it. Where as you're going, you're becoming very crazy powerful for all the wrong reasons. I remember in one of the roguelikes I had, I ended up being able to just launch, um, I think it was like five fireballs at one time and mm. fire blasts, whatever that does that six damage and just like, just crazy combinations that shouldn't exist where it's like, oh yeah, I can always bring out three dinosaurs every turn. That shouldn't exist in the game, but I can because it's weird roguelike rules. It's just fun, wacky adventures that, you know, they won't have ranking or anything like that. So you can't like necessarily take advantage of this. Like they were mentioning during one of the Q&As, people were asking like, will there ever be a moment where we could take the power we have from Torghast and been given a few minutes uh, to run around the Maw with those powers? And they're like, we can't do that because of war mode. <laughs> Somebody finds an yeah. alliance and just deletes them off the map because they have all these abilities. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have some form complaints. So yeah. it's the same thing. Like it won't be important, but it'll be just a lot of fun to do. So you like, do you, I mean, I'm assuming it sounds like it, but you like that twist just as I, something to kind of take a break from the normal game? Yeah, because it gets so okay. crazy and fun. And then they still have, they do have unlockables. The next time there's a roguelike, I'm going to tell you about it. They'll probably be this one, but they did the Dalaran heist, which is, this is going to be similar to that. Um, I I think it'll be your favorite version of Hearthstone. 
Okay. Yeah, you I'll actually even bring too. in your cards. They'll give you like a small deck, but you you gain and lose cards as you go, and you kind of like make your deck where it's like, oh, I just do all spells. I don't actually have monsters at all in my deck. Stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Moving on to my most anticipated game, Diablo. We got the new class for Diablo 4, the Rogue. Have you chosen, I, don't, I think you said you didn't, but have you chosen a class you're going to be playing for Diablo 4? No, I'm still super undecisive. Um, I'm kind of in between like a sorcerer. Uh, the druid, though, is kind of like everybody's going to be a druid. So that's why I yeah, don't want to yeah. really mess with it. I feel you on that, um, I'm sure. Yeah, I can see the rogue. I do like how it has two options. And I think I would, if anything, for the rogue would be more of the swords swordswoman type swordsman yeah. type you know close range um what about you though i mean this is definitely one of my most anticipated also uh coming out here shortly what about you what uh, uh have you picked a i know you've said you had two in mind yeah so the yeah, druid is my first pick but this rogue came out and i'm watching this gameplay and i'm thinking because hmm. you could either dual wield with daggers or you could have the bow i'm like man that bow looks cool the way she's like yeah She's yeah. able to like clear the map, which is really useful when you have a druid kind of tanking for you. You kind of clear the map of the small guys. I always like that gameplay. That's actually how I play my witch doctor. Um, so I wouldn't mind that. Um, it's real fast paced. Both of them are real fast paced. Matter of fact, if you use the daggers, you're like teleporting around all the time. That looks like it's gonna be a blast. I think it's gonna be kind of like the was it Demon Hunter? It's gonna kind of play like the Demon Hunter a little bit. Yeah. Which yeah. there's a I mean, there's a lot of tempting gameplay out of that you know life steal yeah. how you stay alive and stuff i think we could see that with this i think it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah yeah uh, i was week- watching some of the panels though uh real quick and uh mm-hmm. the they showed off some of the art and i think this game is just looking so much darker than any other diablo that they've created some of these yeah. uh sounds monsters crazy. i guess you would call it yeah, yeah. some of these monsters you call it just look it's like sickening and more sickening in a way like how can they make it look just nastier than it was before and yeah. some they'll do like these big spiders with these crazy ass uh like backs on them that just look so uh burnt like flesh like you know and it, it it's pretty intense and then i know we played the demo in 2019 diablo or 2019 blizzcon yeah and uh it was the the tones of it were, were nice, and I like how you could do the whole um, that one area where you can see all players at once defeating a world boss, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited, but I w- I want more. Um, I want to see more, and I wish I would have gotten like real footage besides the rogue at uh, this BlizzCon. Yeah, and knowing that there's going to be at least one more class, one more to be released before the game, which shows that it's going to be probably like 2022, late 2022. Early 2023. Hurts. Yeah. That hurts. We don't know yeah. when. That's unfortunate. Gosh. I want to get my hands on this game so bad. Uh, I, looking at the aesthetics for Diablo, which is of course one of the main one of the three mainstays for the for the franchise. Actually four now if you gotta you gotta add Overwatch. Um I want a Hellblade version of this game. You know Hellblade uh Senua's mm. Sacrifice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want her basically in this world. How dope oh, would man. that be, man? Gosh, that'd be crazy because this world is probably one of my favorite worlds that Blizzard's ever created. Um, yeah, just so dark and sickening in a way. And I remember, like in Diablo three, you know, this guy come comes out to you and like, oh yeah, hey, come help me and my wife. And you go in the house, and the wife's literally just a skeleton rocking in a rocking chair. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damn, so dark. And it's like, man, if I could just be 
a close-up version inside, like you're saying, Insinua's Awakening. Um, it's like, ah, oh, man, like let me get close to that, you know? Yeah. And the yeah. whisper system that they use in Sinua's, it, yeah. like it's perfect for it and stuff. Um, I, I cannot wait for that next game. By the way, uh, I'll be probably mm-hmm. picking up the Xbox for that. So yeah. we'll have to see. My, about time yeah. for me to pick up that new Xbox, anyways. Uh, yeah. Okay, so let's look at the Diablo Immortal. They're in alpha testing, and that's about it. So we continue to wait on a <laughs> so game. So maybe we're getting in, closer. Yeah, maybe it was announced in 2017 to a smattering of booze, and I'm not surprised. And I don't understand what's going on with that game. When I played it back I, then, I it either. felt complete. So I don't know why this is taking so long. No, yeah, exactly. I went to where you know um, where it was already given a bunch of booze and a lot of like not as much credit like in 2019 i didn't see what was missing from this game i literally felt like i was playing diablo on my phone so what the f is going on here like i wish they would tell us yeah i think the only well i think if anything it's they're trying to add more macro microtransaction stuff like what we played was a very complete game but it wasn't like a money making aspect of the game like we just played like the fun levels and character selection and stuff they got to be adding more to that they got to add the part where they make money off this game so that's well, what, what do you is. think? You think this game is going to be priced like 20, 30 bucks? No, I, mean, I it, think it'll be a gotcha game. It's really? going to be, yeah, it's going to be where you have to, you can only play so much and then you have to like, oh, do you want to play sooner? Then you're going to have to pay for more, you know, charges or whatever. And then you unlock, unlock new level of guys and stuff like that. It's going to be a gotcha game, which for me is frustrating. And I typically don't play those games very long. I do have friends that throw away paychecks on those games. And yeah. so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm a little worried. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, unfortunately, but at the same time, I know I'm going to be paying for it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll be there too. Yeah. All right. Uh, last up in the Diablo world, and this is pretty huge news, is Diablo 2 Resurrected. This is going to be an upgraded version of Diablo 2. It's going to include the expansion and it's all new graphics. It's changed actually even from 2D to 3D. So, they're doing a quite a bit of work on this. Um, you're going to be able to play on PC and console and has cross progression, which is cool, which I think should be on everything. Um, Minecraft's everything. <laughs> I'm just thinking so great. Um, okay, so are you excited for this? Are you playing this? Okay, so one, I am excited for this because I, I never played number two. Um, I played yeah, a tiny same. bit way back then, but it was just way too old um, mm-hmm. for me. Now, the reason why I say I'm playing it is because it's not just like, oh, here, you know, Blizzard right now, this BlizzCon was basically classic, 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 classic. We're throwing it all at you, right? But this one was actually, you know, redone rendered whatever to be 3d yeah. so this one will make me actually want to like oh, okay maybe i'll check it out now because they modernize it a little bit mm-hmm. um and then get to know that story um so i will be playing this for sure uh i'm a little excited about this because this is obviously an adventure i never did but done before um you play playing this as well are we doing two players on this we are doing two oh. players on this i don't know how <laughs> much i'm gonna get into it because i i don't care for I don't know. I really like Diablo 3. And so I kind of like if I'm going to play Diablo, I might as well play 3 again. But I probably will play it just for the story at least. Kind of get an idea of how that went. Um, I know there's people that yeah. swear by this game. So I'll have to see how it goes. You know. uh, yeah, I it, think I'll definitely play for the story. But if I'm going to do like something like long-term like uh, progression and whatnot, I'll just go back yeah. to Diablo 3, really. Uh, one thing I want to make sure that people understand that you will the original game is still going to be available. So like Warcraft Reforged, they got rid of the original game. It was only Warcraft Reforged. That won't be happening with this. They learned their lesson, so it's available still. And uh, I know it's probably some of the Warcraft Reforged team, but it's definitely a lot of the StarCraft uh, remake, remaster, whatever team, which did a really good job. So 
I think it's going to be good. We're going to have this game this year, so we'll know soon <laughs> how it's going to do. Uh, okay, we're moving on to what was not announced. So we did not get any <laughs> information on StarCraft. Uh, what did you? What were you hoping to hear from StarCraft? Uh, anything. Right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> At this point, I'm just, that's just me being a smartass. At this point, it's like, this game, StarCraft 2, is so old now. Why is there no yeah. love being shown? What What is going on in the background? Are you doing anything? Is StarCraft 2 the end of StarCraft period? Just come out with something. You know? I think the, I think StarCraft 2 came out in like 2010, 2012, in that area. Ah, it's man. time for a new one, especially for, again, it's one of the ten poles. Um, yeah. Yeah, even if it's, I don't necessarily need a spinoff game. I know I want a spinoff game, but I would just, I would be happy with StarCraft 3. Just simply announce StarCraft 3. Yeah. Because yeah. now with the online, like how big the online community is, and how easy you could jump into stuff. And I mean, it's just, it's time. The esports stuff. Oh, man. This game's already oh, yeah. like, so good for esports. Now that esports are huge and they know how to do an Overwatch League, do a StarCraft League and let me fucking cheer for San Francisco Shock StarCraft team. I will do it. <laughs> By the way, did you see that new San Francisco Rock Shock team. skin? Uh, yeah, I did. Skin? Actually, it looks pretty dope. That thing's pretty dope. Dirt always gets the best skins, man. He Shit. does. I wish I was, I mean, I'm okay with him, but I wish I was. Yeah, really I'm not very good. Yeah, all my um, favorite characters are the ones I can't play well, like Tracer and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what's a, um, uh, you know what, uh, what you call it? Um, it sucks because you brought up the esports. It sucks for the esports players, in a way, because they're playing a game that's just so old now. Yeah, but it's like still, it's a, it's carrying esports still. I mean, it's a, it's a staple. It's so competitive uh, to me. too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, show them some love, man. They Shoot. deserve it too. Even at the yeah. uh, 2019 BlizzCon, it was kind of a smaller section, and it's like that's a shame to see because that is one of the games that invented esports. Um, it was the very first PC game and first Blizzard game I ever played. Like, oh, no, that's not fair. Oregon Trail. We all played Oregon Trail, but I'm saying like the first one that I was like, I am hardcore gaming on, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, I just would like to see it get some love. It's such a good franchise. It's a world I can't wait to explore more of. I'm Protoss all day. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're uh, what's the Terran, right? Terran, yeah. As yep. long as none I of us are Zerg, guys. I'm happy because the Zerg are terrible. Oh, God, fuck those guys. Yeah, I know Jonathan <laughs> Zerg. So, <laughs> all right, moving into Overwatch Two. Uh, yeah, huge disappointment for me. I mean, I was people could watch the stream of of me streaming the event. And my reactions and stuff. And just <laughs> when I started to realize that they're not going to even talk about Overwatch, what the shit? I was so upset. Yeah. Um, what were you hoping for out of Overwatch 2 announcement? Oh, God. I don't, I'm not going to be a smart ass and say anything this time, but. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um, oh, goodness gracious. I don't know, really, because in, in 2019, not like, I don't know, but 2019, I'm just like speechless with how nothing they presented to us with Overwatch 2. And 20, I literally felt like I just saw a recap of 2019's BlizzCon when it, it came to Overwatch like 2. It, it kind of, and then I watched the panels afterwards too, and a lot of it was just like more detail than the stuff we already know from 2019. So why yeah. do I care? So yeah. the one thing that, okay, so two things, uh, the the maps. I thought they were cool that they're coming out with Rome, and I thought it was really cool that they're coming out with New York. Yeah, uh, I think they're they're super creative when they come to maps. And um, and what I like is that, OK, so the Hollywood map, for example, we got to see like really things of Hollywood. You get to go on the, the street then you go to the back lot, kind of like you're end up making a movie and stuff Yeah, like that. So I think I'm excited for the New York map for the fact that besides going to New York before, I'm curious if they ever like anything that I've seen in New York. Will I see it on that map? So I think mm -hmm. that's going to be really neat to explore that one. 
Rome will be neat. I really like how they're being serious of like they showed off their uh their employee that went to Rome, took a bunch of pictures, and they kind of like got that, you know, looked at those pictures and kind of created that level. What a tough job that guy have to go to Rome and take pictures. I mean, what it's, it's <laughs> seriously, struggles, I man. would fucking hate that job. <laughs> so like you're telling awful. me I gotta fly all the time to just take have, pictures. Have of gelato the and like real pizza and stuff. <laughs> oh man, the struggles, oh, man. Shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. He like goes to he goes on vacation to like San Diego or something. <laughs> no yeah, shit about San Diego, yeah. but come on. <laughs> uh, shoot. So that's cool. One thing that I thought is just almost like non-existent now to me is the fact that they showed off a couple redesigns for characters. Every character is basically redesigned for how many skins you come out with. Yeah, I know, right? So you're kind of scaring me in two ways. Do we know for sure skins are crossing over to Overwatch 2 or not? No, we don't know for sure. Wait, so, I think we do, but I don't know for sure. I think we do. Okay, I, think so, I think they are. Because, yeah, because it's something you pay for. Yeah, they, they're going to make it go over. I'm just saying, because Overwatch, Overwatch 1 has been <laughs> out for will, a long time now. I where like in the streets. You, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been out for a long time now where you can spend money and you can. You've had to enjoy your skin for a long period of yeah, time that's now. That's true. That's true. So I can see them wiping that out and starting anew. Yeah. But if not, it's like, well, why do I care if now McCree has a goatee, but I use the skin of him, uh, you know, like the Sherlock Holmes one where he just, I don't know, you know, like, does that goatee? It feels like we're just getting a, a bunch bit? of new skins. So what's it matter? It yeah. really is. And they're almost generic skins because basically they just look like the original, really. Yeah. I mean, almost like the Reaper one was really Mercy's, nothing new to me. Yeah. M uh, Mercy's hair is like a little different. Like, it's not anything really big. It's shiny. Yeah. That's it. Farah's armor is a little different. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I think, I think um, actually one that I think does look good is Genji's new, new skin where he's wearing the hoodie. We were just talking about the Funko Pop yeah. yesterday. Yeah. That actually yeah, is yeah. a pretty cool looking skin. Yeah. That one's neat. Um, I was a little disappointed on Widowmaker. Uh, I know a lot of people like Widowmaker. I love her big braid uh, that her hair is in. Other than that, I don't know. There's yeah. really nothing. It's kind of like, what's the point of these uh, re-images if you're not gonna bring skins crossed over. One thing I will give them props for is their work on their level design. So we're seeing that they're taking existing levels and adding so much more to them, which is really cool. So, um, and variables. I love when there's variables in a game that, that changes your gameplay from one to, to another. So for an example, you know how you have the payload events. Now they're making it to where the payload might take a different route and just like go in a different yeah, direction. Yeah. And so they showed like London. And it's funny because I know that gate's there. I've seen it countless times didn't really think about it opening but now it'll open and you'll see a whole new section yeah. in there and it, yeah. and there it sounds like there's going to be times where you're playing like a team deathmatch type thing or whatever and that gate's open and another gate's closed and that's just the map's different this time compared to another yeah. time which is a really cool way they're just adding things to the, the existing levels that are really cool the thing that has me crazy excited is the weather did you see the weather changes coming no, I did not actually. Oh man, I can't wait for you to see this. So it's like so, the affixes okay. to battlegrounds. They said that okay, so say you're in like um Egypt and you're starting out sunny day. By the way, you could choose you could see like on the map when you're choosing where to go. Uh it'll say like Egypt nighttime, uh Tokyo sunset or whatever, you know, whatever, sunrise. Um, something like that. And so it'll actually change what it looks like from that. But say you're starting out. In, in Egypt, you're going along the way and you're like, oh man, it's starting to get windy. And because one developer came up with this like mock up of it and they're like, this looks stunning. We need to do this. And all of a sudden the trees are starting to blow and stuff like that. And you're like, oh shit, we mm. might have a dust storm coming in. Then a dust storm hit and you can only see like 10 feet ahead of you. 
That's cool. Yes. And so they were saying that like all of a sudden Hanzo and Widowmaker are way more valuable because they can see through walls and dust storm. And so, yeah, it looks so, you really got to look up the video for it. It's really cool. Uh, That's neat because that does change the ultimate for Widowmaker because her Widowmaker always feels, her all always feels so like useless to me, to be honest. And I think it was even like London, like it was like rain or it was like snowing in London and like, um, there was like a blizzard in London, also very hard to see, but then the blizzard died down, but everything's covered in snow, a ton of snow. Oh man. So now you're fighting so in the neat. snow too. It's yeah. just a lot of really cool added things. The weather that's of neat, all yeah. things are really, really neat. You got to check it out. Yeah. It's, it's that is cool. neat actually. There's that just like rainfall another, and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. That adds another just aspect to the gameplay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, last, last of their games that wasn't mentioned is Heroes of the Storm. They kind of shuttered this game, so I'm not surprised. Of, of all the games, I'm not surprised we didn't get anything new thing on this. Even during a regular BlizzCon, it's just like, oh, here's a new character, and that's basically the entire announcement because they have made this game kind of a back uh, backlog we're game. Pretty, now. We're pretty much done with it, huh? It's it's we are. It's it's, it's being supported, yeah. but not really actively progressed. But it's being yeah. supported. You can still definitely play, it. and it's a really good game. Yeah, you know. And that's a bummer though. This is actually my favorite MOBA, to be honest. Um, really? I enjoyed okay. the objectives. Uh, uh, the capturing the objectives and then the, uh, to help you push to win. Uh, I mean, obviously the characters I love, mm-hmm. um, but just man, it's it sucks because it it does hurt that this game's not really getting any love anymore. Yeah. And let's just face it, it's been how long since they? I mean, I'm sorry, but adding just one character is not really keeping the game alive. So let's just say, like you said, supportive, not progressing. It's a dead game. They, well, they announced they basically announced that a couple of BlizzCons ago, saying that like we're shuttering the esports for this, mm. which was a design that was like, and then they said like we'll continue to support it and we'll continue to develop new things for it, it but it's not like we're gonna make any expansion sets or anything like that for it. It's basically yeah, just yeah. done. It's you hard. Think, it's a very competitive market for that. You think they would? Uh, <sighs> yeah, because I mean, come on, League of Legends and Dota just take over that whole market. Yeah. Do you think that they'll just randomly sporadically just? blizzcon 21 just dropped crazy stuff for heroes of the storm one day <laughs> if there's a blizzcon 2021 maybe i oh got shut the fuck up don't even say it. i know man <laughs> but i mean this was in february and i don't know yeah. man what are they i, 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 I this should not count uh, i hate seeing the t-shirts that said blizzcon online but uh this i know uh, should not count as a blizzcon <laughs> it really <laughs> i wish they just called this something i mean a best blizzcon yeah. blizzcon up BlizzCon Online is something different, but it feels like yeah. it shouldn't have the BlizzCon title at all because it's hard to convey how fucking magical BlizzCon is. Yeah. And like this feels cheap. And it just yeah. just got me like a little excited for it, but it felt cheap compared to what BlizzCon is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a bummer. All right. I think that's it for us, guys. There's nothing else really to say about BlizzCon except for we're hoping for a good one next year. <laughs> that's the main Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we have a new level up coming up this week. It will be the Assassin's Creed level up. We finally got that done uh, just in time because Jonathan just had a baby today. So it was. Oh, it was is tight. it here? Is but, yeah. he here? Oh, yeah. 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 He's here. Oh, shit. I'm going to text him. Yeah. He's he's there. Yeah, <laughs> poor yeah. things. I mean, that was like one of the longest labors I've ever heard of. But yeah. yeah, so luckily we got the level up done in time. Not that that was priority, but I was like, <laughs> hey man, I know you're focused on other shit, but you need to talk about Assassin's Creed right now. <laughs> yeah. Are you still watching and those the- Star Trek episodes that you're supposed to be taking notes on? <laughs> I'm used to doing that. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. It, it, it was so funny because he's like, 
what are you kidding me? I've got like all this paternity leave. I'll be able to leave. I'll be able to do more podcasting. And I'm like, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> let's get prepared for you not being able to do shit for the yeah. next month at least. Let me, uh, let me have a conversation like, with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm not even, I don't even have a kid. And I'm just like, I have a feeling you're going to be one. You take naps yeah. every day and you don't <laughs> have a kid. <laughs> <Wait till you. laughs> so. But yeah, Marco is here, so that's that is cool. Named after nice. named after Marco from Saga, so that's cool. Nice. All right, guys, you all have a wonderful week. We have a lot more podcasting streams and YouTube videos coming your way. We're also using our TikTok. Um, we're we're figuring it out. So join us on TikTok and tell me what <laughs> I'm doing wrong, and we'd appreciate that. And also, guys, uh, if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. It helps the podcast out a lot, and we will share rev- your reviews. We haven't been doing that much on the actual podcast. We've been doing those on social, but we'll start reading them on the podcast, too. Um, Y'all take it easy, and we'll see you next week. Bye. See ya. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.